back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920 Atlanta's The Answer. During this segment of the show, what do we need to do to maintain our HVAC systems? I didn't know I had to do anything to maintain mine. Why is it important to keep a steady temperature in your home and not be like me and have it 70 degrees one day and 64 the next and 74 the next? And then what's the difference between a gas furnace and a heat pump? We have so many heat pumps in Metro Atlanta. You're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio. My name is Cleve Gaddis. Don't forget, we want to connect with you. Go to gogaddisradio.com. That's G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. You can ask questions. You can make comments. You can push back, share ideas, request your neighborhood be featured in our neighborhood spotlight, or sign up for our podcast. In this segment, and by the way, this segment is brought to you by the law firm of O'Kelly and Sorahan. They are a full-service law firm with, uh, I used to say, 21 offices. I think they have 24 or 25 offices now. They specialize in residential real estate closings, including home purchases, refinance closings, corporate relocation, and real estate contract review and title insurance matters. 770-497-1880. 770-497-1880 is the number. I am very pleased to welcome our expert advisor and a friend of mine who does work on my HVAC system at my home. We have uh, Prakash Bansali. Excuse me, I knew I was going to butcher your last name. I'm sorry. Prakash Bansali, who's the owner-operator of Master Tech Heating and Air and Refrigeration. And welcome. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, Cliff, for having me. I appreciate the opportunity. So let me ask you this. Since so many people are working from home, does that make does that put a more of a of a burden more of a toll on the hvac systems when we're all home all the time absolutely it's a great question actually you asked because since the pandemic of last year we have noticed one thing that people are having more issues with the system and they're complaining about more utility bills so if i may start my talk with saying one thing that please you pay now or you pay later <laughs> okay okay now so what do you mean by that uh, because well, one of the, what I mean, but, let, let me just finish my thought real quick. What it, one of the things that I want to talk about is basically, you know, the return on investing a little bit more into your system in the first place. Because when you and I did my new systems, um, I actually went with a, a one little grade higher, maybe two grades higher than than kind of the basic system. And so, are you yes. saying that that sometimes those things are worthwhile? Absolutely. Uh, you know, paying a little bit extra for, you know, higher efficiency systems. See, Georgia normally requires 14 CR, but if you go up to 16 CR systems, then definitely there is a worth of, uh, you know, investment and return of investment is worth in my opinion. Yes. And uh, as far as what you asked me the question earlier yes. that is putting strain on the system. Yes. Yes, it does. And the way the maintenance is the key. Um, what we suggest is that the end of the season, at least have once a year, not twice a year, but at least once a year, have a professional come and maintain the system for you. Wonderful. Which, so if you're spending more time in the home, then you're running the system more. And absolutely. if you run the system twice as much as you used to, then it, it puts more of a burden on the system and you need to have it maintained. So I, ha I have talked to somebody recently who said, um, hey, I don't pay to have my HVAC service because when they come out here, they don't do anything. Now, I don't believe that's true. So what is it that happens in a normal uh, yearly service of a HVAC system? Well, what you brought up is a very good point. 
you have to find the proper company or the proper people who you can trust. Right. That's number one. Okay. And so there could be some people who go out there who don't do anything. And Prakash, I don't believe, I don't, you're not in that group. I I wouldn't trust you to do the stuff around my house unless you were good. (laughs) Absolutely. So you need to find a reputable company or person. It doesn't have to be company. It could be a one man operation or a company that is decent and, you know, they're honest. Yes. And let them come out. And like you go and get a physical once a year right, yes. at the doctor's office. Yes. This is similar to that. So when they come and look at the system, they can probably pick up a lot of issues if this won't happen down the road, maybe six months down the road, maybe three months down the road, because they're diagnosing it properly while they are there. They're yeah. not just there to spend hour and leave. Yeah. And so what would be something commonly found that you might take some steps to correct today that would wind up saving a lot of money, you know, six months from now, and then probably make the system last years and years longer, if I had to guess? Absolutely. Well, the first thing is when we find something, we definitely want to address it. For for example, it's heating season right now. Right. And, you know, you go to anybody's home for a no heat call, Normally, it's an igniter failed or, you know, they did not change the filter, which is the biggest, biggest issue that the all the equipment fails because oh. filters are not changed on a timely manner. Mm-hmm. And, what, and so, does, it, does it cause it to fail because it requires so much more effort for the system to push the air through a dirty filter than a clean filter? It just wears it out? Is that, is that what it absolutely. is? Oh, okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially when the heating season. See, in the heating season, when there is not enough air coming back from the house, the return air, what we call return air, yes. the system starts suffocating. Yes. And there is a lot of safety built in. The safety starts stripping in. The blower motor is under strain because it's not getting enough cold air back from the house. So it all adds up. So it probably runs a lot hotter than it would. If you've Absolutely. just joined us, you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM920. I'm Cleve Gaddis, and I'm joined on the line uh, by Prakash Bansali. Uh, who is the owner-operator of Master Tech, heat, Master Tech excuse me, Heating, Air, and Refrigeration. And we're kind of talking about what the normal or required maintenance routine is. So we've learned a couple of things. Number one, with everybody working from home, our systems are, are used a lot more. They're stressed a lot more. And you need to have regular maintenance. Some people say twice a year. Prakash says once a year should be enough. Price, twice a year might be better, but at minimum once a year. Why is it important? So I, I have right now I have a roommate in my house, and it is my uh, 23-year-old daughter. And believe it or not, she likes the temperature on one temperature, and I like the temperature on a temperature that's way, way lower. So we've got this constant battle of turning the heat up and down and up and down and up and down. So talk to me about why it's better to keep a system at a constant temperature. Well, number one, like I said earlier, it will cost you more money in the longer run. Uh, first thing first, utility bills. That's okay. a slow leak. Oh. You know, we don't realize it, but utility bills are the every month's bill. You know, system, you replace it maybe 10, 12 years. You pay it one time, but utilities, you pay every month. Yeah. So fluctuating temperature creates more utility bills. And, of course, it puts a strain on the system. So you're down, you know, you're kind of uh, cutting down the life of the system. Yeah. So it puts a lot of strain on the equipment, you know, especially furnace or air conditioner. Depends what season you are running them. So keeping on the and you know other temperature, other benefits of keeping constant temperature in the house is, of course, besides the bills and the breakdown of the system, it keeps your hardwood floors in the home. If it's a summer month, yes, 
in a, in a good shape because the humidity is extracted from the air conditioning system yes. through the air conditioning system yep. and your wooden furniture in intact condition because if you have a humidity hanging around your house you can create another issues yeah yeah yeah, yeah absolutely so, that's a that's a good thing and i never thought about this but a system has to work harder if it's 66 degrees in a house a system has to work harder to get it to 74 than to get it to 68 or 70 so i never thought about that so you've given me good ammunition to tell my daughter you don't have to put it on 74 degrees let's just put it on 68 and call it a day maybe we maybe we can get under the uh, the covers or something like that so hey in metro atlanta and Prakash, this information is, is fascinating to me. I hope our listeners are getting something out of it. By the way, if somebody wanted to reach you, how 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 could they reach you? How could they get in touch with you if they wanted you to come out and take a look at their system? Well, right now I kept it pretty simple. They can reach me by my phone number. Okay. So 847-812-6736. That's my personal line. Okay. And uh, definitely I will answer the call and I'll be more than happy to assist them. Perfect. And if you didn't get that phone number, then just go to gogaddisradio.com. Click on the contact us form and say, hey, let me talk to that HVAC guy that you had on the air. And Ann, who helps me monitor the call, she will get Prakash in touch with you right away. Prakash, I see many, many, many heat pumps in Metro Atlanta that are installed specifically in the basement. Sometimes you'll see them in, on the on the top floors, but it's normally when the unit is very small. What is the difference between a forced air furnace uh, a, a, I guess that's what you call it, and a heat right. pump. What's the difference? I heard somebody told me one time that the outside units run backwards. Now, that can't be the only difference, but what, 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 what is the difference in a uh, forced air furnace and a heat pump? Well, that's another great question, Cleve. I really admire your question in that sense. Uh, what, the reason it is because unlikely the furnace heat pump does not use the fuel source, for example, gas. Oh. Okay. Uh, heat pump uses electric current to yeah. operate and the refrigerant to extract the heat from outdoor air and it blows into your home as hot air. Okay, now wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. You just said, and by the way, we've got about a minute and 45 seconds left in the segment. You're saying that a heat pump takes heat from outside and pumps it inside my house as a source of heat. But but it's doing that when there's there's no heat outside. It's only cool outside. So how's it getting the heat from outside? Well, correct. That's the tech. See, the refrigerant allows you to do that. So the only uh-huh. disadvantage, there is a disadvantage to the heat pump. Okay. If you are living in an area like a Midwest where temperatures are normally below 20 degrees, then heat pump is not a reliable source of heat for you. I've heard that. Yeah, even with that right. that, that secondary heat, uh, heat, whatever that is, you can heat. turn it on secondary accelerary heat. Auxiliary heat. Yeah. yeah. So that is so interesting. Yeah, so I wouldn't have one of those in Chicago when the average temperature this time of year is like zero. Right. And at the same time, heat pump reverses, like you mentioned in the question earlier, it reverses to the air conditioning. So in the summertime, so the advantage is that it has a dual system. The only thing drawback, there's two drawbacks, like I said, number one is the cost, cost effectiveness. It's a little bit more costlier than the furnace yes. and the straight cooling. Yep. And number two, if the temperature drops below 20 degrees, then you not going to have enough heat in the house. So then you will need auxiliary heat. Absolutely. Prakash, uh, we're gonna, we're just about out of time. Would you come back sometime in the next month or two and let's talk more about HVAC? I've got hundreds of questions I could ask. Will you come back? 
Absolutely. Awesome. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, fun national days for the last three days of January. You want to pay attention to this one because the two I'm going to mention, they're really cool. And it might be something you want to recognize. And then what does your loan has been approved with conditions mean? Should that worry you if your loan gets approved with conditions or without conditions? And then how do you know if you're selling your home to an iBuyer for too little money? We've got those subjects and more. Stick with us. We'll be back.